Is Wimby really a lock for the Rookie of the Year award? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's morphin' time. Back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kansas 5 San Antonio. I am glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great Friday. TGIF, and we thank you for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts, and part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. What are we talking about today? We're going to be discussing the Rookie of the Year award, right? It's Wimby's, right? It's his. It's all gift wrap, right? Well, maybe not. We're going to be looking at who were the biggest threats to that award, and then we're going to dive into more Wimby. Shocker, I know, right? more Wimby. Uh, basically, the Wimby effect. And uh, some interesting tidbits that the Spurs CEO uh, spoke about with the Sports Business Journal about who exactly are buying tickets. Much, much more right here on Lockdown Spurs. But before we do all that, uh, I want to quickly talk to you about basically your Spurs. So your silver and black. Are, in, are still in a rebuild, right? I think we kind of know that, you know, maybe not a big capital word rebuild, but like a small rebuild, but there's still some moving parts. You know, Devin Vassell's, you know, he, he's likely to sign an extension. You think he is, so there's that. There's, uh, you know, Popovich staying off for five years. Was that a really, really secure? You know, could he? Could you see him bounce after a year or two? Uh, the point is to be ready for more ups and downs, some more fluctuations, some more adjustments as this team prepares for the Wimby era. Uh, it'd be nice if it was like the Duncan era when he came in with a ready-made team, AJ, Sean Elliott, David Robinson, the list goes on and on. That's not the case for Wimby. This team is still, he has to be nurtured still. Uh, and I think we forget because they are professional athletes that we think that they're already you know, uh, mentally, uh, you know, at the maturity of a seasoned NBA player, but we forget that Wimby is a teenager. He's a teenager. We forget that there's a few players on the roster, like Blake Wesley. They can't even drink yet. Yeah, they're still young. So as you get through the Wimby era, or at least the beginning phase of it, remember that this team is probably going to have some adjustments along the way. Players are going to come in, players are going to come out. Major trades could still be on the horizon. Uh, I think Brian Wright has already proven to everybody that he's not afraid to swing for the fences, see DeJounte Murray, Derek White. But I think he's built up a good track record of late to doing what's right for the Spurs. They got all that picks they have in that war chest and all that cash sitting there. So that's another signal for you to be ready for changes as the Wimby era goes on. So hopefully, hopefully uh, it'll be quick and painless. But yeah, next season, as excited as we are, this team still needs to go through its uh, motions and it's getting wet behind the ears still as we get ready for the new chapter in Spurs history. Let's go to bring in our guest. He is my colleague at Ken's five TV. Let's go to bring him on shortly. Here he is. There he is. He is uh, Casey Vieira. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. We kind of have to hit the hyperdrive on this one. Casey's got to go. He has very important things to do. So we'll try to keep it short and sweet, but I will tell him. That no, it's important there. if I have to if I have to put you on pause and be like, "Hey, I have plans, Jeff." He did. I always he, go out. Of my he way did that to me. Stuff. Yeah, he does. He does. So we're gonna give Casey a pass this time. He yeah. really has to get out of here. So we're gonna make this short and sweet. 
Again, he is uh, with Ken's Five TV, so he'll get you on the sports side of things, on the TV side of things. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Maybe we have time permitting, he'll tell us what else is going on in San Antonio sports. But we're going to be discussing Wimby. I know, right? It's such a rare topic, Casey. Right? Talking about, thought? I mean, who would have thought? But this is actually a good. This is actually a good one. So, yeah, Wimby, right? He's a lock, right? He's a lock for uh, Roy, right? He's going to get that Roy award uh, at the end of the season, right? He's going to be the rookie of the year. Well, maybe not so fast. There's a couple of players that could possibly threaten him for that award. Uh, who do you got? I think it's kind of obvious who the first candidate has to be, right? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, mm-hmm. from the class, of course, is Scoot Henderson, who I think is the yeah. biggest threat. Is the biggest threat to it, but Chet mm-hmm. Holmgren very much a, a viable mm-hmm. consideration as well. Right. And you know, to say lock that Wemby is a lock for this mm-hmm. is far too premature. Far too premature. Interesting. I, Interesting. I think so. I mean, and, and keep in mind, we're not talking about the trajectory of these things. Mm-hmm. Or of their of their career, right, 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 like that, because I think all of us unanimously unanimously would probably take Victor mm-hmm. over Chet and and Scoot, but right. in the immediacy, it is not a foregone conclusion that this award is his. I mean, it's mm-hmm. in my mind. I think it's very much up in the air. Uh, I Interesting. Know, wow. Well, and I, okay. I think so because of this, because I think the Spurs are going to be very, very, very conservative. Right, I agree. So, knowing that, knowing that he'll play, can you? I I think that there's the the 65 game thing. It's been like I've heard mixed things as to whether that applies for rookie of the year. I don't know. Do we have any confirmation? Yeah, yeah. Basically, basically, players that are going to be eligible for awards have Have to play play minimum 65 games. games. Yeah, but but that that includes Wimby for the Roy. Yeah. Right. Is rookie of the year included in that though? Because I've seen I believe so. Okay. I believe so. I that's not my understanding that any and all awards. That's what I thought. Know. Yeah. Well, and on, yeah, and honestly, from, from my perspective with this, mm-hmm. I don't think that really matters because I think that you're gonna have to see Victor play three quarters of the games, which means oh, 60, sure. 60 games. Are we confident in saying that Victor Wimbanyama? is going to be playing 60 games this year? I'm going to say yes. But are you going to, is that something that you're very confidently betting on? One more time. Is it playing 60 games or 65 games? 60. Because I know 65 is the number, but we're saying that for the sake of the conversation, the 65 Mm -hmm. is not applicable. You can play however many you want. But I think me personally pick 60 games. I'm going to say yes. Um, Okay. And mainly because, uh, the 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 word on the street about him is that he's uber competitive and right. um, he has that drive to maximize playing time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he even you know, before he even was a spur, you know, when he was still playing the Mets ninety two, he would talk about how you know kind of a correlation how teams tanking losing on purpose is a bad right. thing that he would never do that. So that kind of gives you a glimpse into his psyche. Yeah. So I, I think he will play. Uh, those 65 games, because I also think he wants to get the Roy. I, I think he wants to get the Roy. Well, what he wants and what the team right. wants. Okay, but yeah, but, but is it Wemby's team? Is it, I think it, it's Wemby's team. I think what Wemby says, Wemby is going to do. It is Wemby's team, but it's also the Spurs asset. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like it's like this. Yeah, well, well, I, I, they're looking at it the way I'm seeing. Yeah. Is that they're looking at it, and yeah, while it would be nice for him to get that award and sure. kind of follow suit with the other guys, they're not prioritizing a half billion dollar worldwide, probably billion dollar worldwide asset. Right. I mean, it whether this one singular award and the longevity of things. If mm-hmm. they give up rookie, if he wins rookie of the year and they stink and they miss the playoffs the next three years. And he looks worn out. They're like, oh, trade back that rookie of the year award the second it happened. You know, right, yeah. I think this is collectively, you know, a mm-hmm. process of them wanting to ease him right. into things. And I think they're, that's kind of like the element of it's Wemby's world, but it's also the Spurs world. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think they're going to have to find that balance between yeah. the two. Because at, at a certain point, and I think you hit it, hit it very well on the head, is that He's a strong personality. All those, mm-hmm. all those characters. Yeah, traits, someone that's a very strong personality mm-hmm. to have around, or so it seems, right. or so it's given off. And the right. point of contention almost feels inevitable, just because when you have yeah. two people who are very much of that personality, not an indictment yeah. on Victor, but when you have an organization and someone who's very, you know, passionate how they feel, it's going to mm-hmm. happen. I know we've kind of gone way the heck off track off the off the rookie of the year part right. of this, but back to the overriding sentiment with this is is that I, for me, confidently, mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure that right. Victor Wembanyama is going to play 60 games next year. Not to necessarily to the yeah. fault of his own. So that's why yeah. I think yeah. very, you know, if, if you have a chance to go to Vegas. And put money on Scoot and put money in Chet. Yeah, I think that's a worthwhile investment. Yeah, and and also to tell you this too, what also lends to your argument why, um, uh, you know, he may you know ease back a bit, even himself, to be okay with that because he opted to not play with Team France and uh, right, you know, with France, you know, for the the, uh, the Olympic qualifier. Yeah, that's so. True. He did take a step back, but I, don't, I think he did that because he wants to show out on the NBA level. Right. And I think he's gunning, you know, for all, any and all accolades and obviously team success as well uh, with the Spurs. But, yeah, Scoot definitely is going to be an interesting uh, player in this chessboard of who's going to win the Rookie of the Year, likely. Hey, we're talking with Casey Vieira of uh, Ken's 5 TV. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. When we get back, we're going to continue our chat about the Rookie of the Year award and then getting some more of the Wemby effect right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times, you heard that right, 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's a lot of money. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Check it out. That's $200 you can spend betting from everything from the money line uh, to the over and under uh, to who you think is going to be the first home run all on an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. I mean, what more can you want? Well, there's no better place to bet on MLB than on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. I go there. I love that looking at their NBA futures, uh, their, 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 their projections on the Spurs and Wimby. It's all there. You got to go to FanDuel right now. Sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash NBA and get up to $200. In bonus bets. That's fanduel.com slash locked on NBA. Fanduel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. 
And we're back right here on Lockdown Sports with Casey Vieira, Ken's 5 TV. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. We're hitting the hyperdrive right now. I'm Captain Solo. He's Chewbacca. And I told him, hit it, Chewy. And he's punching it right now. We're taking off because he's got to yeah. go. Um, we're talking about the Wimby uh, and the Rookie Ricky of the Year Award. Is he a right. lock? And you brought up Scoot. And, yes, I think Scoot definitely is going to be a big threat. You know, Portland's going to let him do what he does best and let him go. Uh, you got the situation with Dame Lillard, uh, you know, well, you know, you know, there's that, uh, you know, they're going to want to develop him quick. Should they part ways with Lillard? Uh, he's going to be the heir apparent. He is a strong, strong threat to that award. But my pick for the biggest threat to Wimby and the rookie of the year award is Chet Holmgren. Uh, we forget about him. You know, this is going to be his rookie season technically right. because he sat out last year. And I think what lends to this is, he has experience playing against Wimby before uh, most of the kids in the NBA right now. When he was on Team USA, that being Chet, they had a, they had a couple of matches against Team France. Wimby was on that. I think Wimby did give him the business a bit, but nevertheless, he does have that experience. There's also this too. Chet is going to be on Team USA out of that tournament that Wimby was going to be uh, playing at. Uh, so he's going to get experience playing with other NBA players uh, and get ready for the upcoming season. Uh, he looks like he's hungry in the summer league. Chad did look pretty impressive uh, out on the court. I think to me, he's probably going to be the bigger threat to Wimby and the rookie of the year award. But I, you know, what's interesting to me, Casey is that I think that I could see a Chet Wimby rivalry budding on the, oh, NBA level. I can see that. I absolutely, I, I think that's going to be phenomenal. You know, everybody's going to be penciling in, in a combined weight of 300 and, pounds. <laughs> Right, right. But, you know, I'm going to be penciling in a Thunder Spurs games next season because I want to see those two Absolutely. players clash. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's a possible great budding rivalry on the NBA uh, moving forward. But so that kind of goes to what I'm asking. Is he a lock? I don't think Wimby is a complete lock. I think, you know, if I was to say a lock, you know, I would say it's probably one of those dollar store locks, you know, that anybody yeah. who's like, oh, we're going pop off, you know. It's not <laughs> – it's not like uh, one you'll find at, you know, uh, oh, my, I was about to date myself. I was about to say Builder uh -oh. Square. I was about to say Builder right. Square. If y'all remember that store, you're old like me. I would say more I was like. Say, uh, was that a San Antonio exclusive? That was a San Antonio okay. ex exclusive store back in the day. No, this, I'm talking about this is like something you'll find like at the hardware store, like a serious, okay. uh, you know, Home Depot max lock. I don't think we're right. at that level yet. But I, I can – I can see the Spurs saying, look, we, we get it. You want this award, but we got to talk to you about your long-term versus short-term. But here's the thing. You know what's going to happen, Casey? Let's just say he doesn't, he doesn't win happen. it. Okay. He doesn't win it. You know he's going to be criticized like crazy. Oh, yeah. You didn't win the rookie of the year. What are you doing, Spurs? Why are you shutting them down? What well, is wrong with you? Didn't yeah. you learn your lessons from Kawhi? Look what yeah. you're doing to a superstar. You you know allegedly burned bridges with Kawhi. You're gonna do it again with with Wimby, right? I I mean that's it. It's honestly you're gonna see with Wimby a very very much of a lot of things that the Spurs yeah. fans nitpick with like LeBron just to just to irritate yeah. just to start a fight mm -hmm. like little things like that. Spurs fans ironic. fighting, no way. <laughs> yeah, it's like ironic because all those things that you would do to right. irritate the LeBron fan, all those people are going to come back and they're going to do all those right. things to irritate you about Victor mm -hmm. Wembanyama. 
it's inevitable. Yeah. But to talk about the Chet thing a little bit, I, I, the reason I would put Scoot as the guy mm -hmm. to knock off Victor and take the crown is I think right. Oklahoma City is going to handle Chet even more so very careful than than the Spurs would Victor. Interesting. He sat okay. out an entire year. He hurt, he hurt his foot. He was out the missed right. all of last season. There's very much an incentive for them to work him back slowly, especially when they have a lot of guys on that team right now mm -hmm. that are putting right. things together and a lot of good mm -hmm. stuff to look at. Right. I don't see, you know, long, longevity wise, or, or I should say bigger picture. Do I put Chet over Scoot? I have to think about it. But point right. being, though, I if I'm going to Vegas, man, or if I'm going to your what would you say right. your, lock, your your dollar lock store? I guess that doesn't make sense. But if I'm going to if I'm going to yeah. Vegas, I I'm going to make money. And so if I'm going to make money and I'm not mm -hmm. worried about mortgaging my house or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't want to do that. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, wife will have, have an issue with that. Uh I think right now, I don't know if I'm ready to say it. Oh, here we go. Screw it. If I had a drum roll. I think Scoot Henderson is going rookie of the year. Woo! Okay. I, I still got Wimby, but I, I think it's gonna be by, you know, kind of like a last minute race, you know, kind of like the yeah. you know, the horse. You win it by a nose, kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen. I because just, I just, go, ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead. I say I think it's gonna be a combination of things for Wemby. It's going to be the load management. It's going to be right. you know the big target on his back, uh, the pressure uh, to deliver because you know you slap somebody with the label of generational. That's right. a lot. They're not doing that oh, for Scoot. They're not doing that for yeah. It's good. It's gonna be hyper focus on him, and he again he's a teenager and. It's right. probably going to get him a couple of times, and uh, uh, and again, I'm not saying that's not happening for a scoot. I mean, yes, I think they're oh, going no, to well. put a lot of pressure on him and to deliver. Yeah. You are the second pick uh, of the three. I think Chet has the easiest. You know, um, well, he has the best team that. around him. He has the yeah. best and, team and around. There's him. that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he has the best team around. I, okay, yeah, he does. I mean, yeah. SG, SGA. Right. I mean, you have a top yeah. fifteen to twenty player right there. Nobody, you know, excluding Dane. Yeah. Not that neither yeah. of the two guys have anyone even close. Uh, yeah. Victor and Scoot have anyone close to that top twenty? Yeah. I I still think the Spurs were way better than their record showed last year. I think so too. That doesn't mean Keldon Johnson is in the same category as, as SGA. No. <laughs> like, no, no, but I think Wimby does. Do a lot for that team. I just and it's gonna up their game, but well, yeah, as for a whole, yeah, yeah. I mean, no kidding. Those are all the things, and I'm and I'm not yeah. saying. And again, you know, Victor is the guy long term. I just am yeah. not like. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, you, you can't con you can't convince yeah. me like concrete evidence right now yeah. that Victor Wembanyama is going to play thirty three quarters of the games, seventy five percent of the games, and I think that's what it would take for him yeah. to get the award. And I don't think he's going to do that. Like, I, I think yeah. they're going to be super careful with him because yeah. there is no sense of urgency right now. And as yeah. a result, yeah, well, that's why, where, where's the sense of urgency? Ease him in. If he's feeling sore one day, sit him down. There's no yeah. sense of urgency for them to figure this out. Everyone's feeling good about things. Mm -hmm. and I think that's why Scoot is probably going to sneak in, or I don't want to say mm -hmm. probably, but Snoop, Scoop has a realistic chance to come mm -hmm. in and, and get this thing. So right. You know what? Yeah. We'll stick with it. Scoot Henderson. There we go. Yeah, yeah I, again, I'm going with Wimby by a hair, uh, and then actually, but behind him, I actually think I got Chet uh, closely behind him. Uh, I think you know you're I supposed to be, 
you're, you're yeah ahead of Scooby. You know, you're supposed to be looking at the individual player, but I think the better team built around him is Chet. They may, oh, well, look, he's on a winning team. Look what he did. Look what a rookie yeah. did for this good, solid Thunder team. While the Spurs are good, they're good, but they're not there yet. But we'll see. We'll see. It's definitely going to be interesting to watch the rookie of the year race next season. When we get back, we're going to talk about more about the Wimby effect in San Antonio with ticket sales. Yes, we know they're flying off the shelves, but some interesting notes that Spurs CEO Brandon Gale spoke about with the Sports Journal. But before we do that with Casey Vieira, Casey, I'm going to take you off camera, but you want to quickly right. shout out Muslingers, though? We're going to talk about Muslingers. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have my T-shirt handy. It's okay. It's okay. Just your own testimony will be enough. Oh, well, they're good people. <laughs> there they're you creative go. Creative minds. Yep. Um, I like their cold brew above all else. I know that yep. alien thing, that alien drink they got going oh, on has been very yeah. popular. I like my coffee, but that sounds just a little too much even for me. Uh, <laughs> great people. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll give Casey a break now. Uh, but I definitely want to talk to you about uh, Muslingers drive through coffee. Uh, if you stayed up too, too late last night, think, dreaming about Wimby, well, you need to pick me up. You want to go to Muslinger's drive through Coffee. Uh, they got every everything you need. If you're busy on the go, you need to take it uh, easy. They got a drink for that. So whether it's a latte, cold brew, the Red Bull infused lightning bolt drink, that's a mouthful, but it'll definitely get you charged up. You want to go to Muslinger's drive through Coffee, which is a proud local sponsor of Locked On Spurs, the first also local sponsor of Locked On Spurs. Over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. Everybody loves them. You just heard Casey right now. They love them. Um, they have a wide variety of drinks, dairy alternatives. And for those who want to take it easy, try the OGOJ. So if you remember back in the day, old people like me, uh, back in the 70s and 80s, the drink, the Orange Julius, well, it's back. Uh, they recreated it at Muslinger's drive Through Coffee. Pick it up. Everybody raves about it. Uh, I, yeah. Let's just say it is very, very good. Uh, they got the Mudslinger itself, which is a combination of espresso, steamed milk, dark chocolate, and caramel. You'll definitely like that. That's their one of their better drinks. So, again, go to 2404,000 Drive near 21 and 1604. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Find them on TikTok, Facebook, Threads, uh, Twitter. Uh, pick a platform. They're there at Mudslinger S. TX life is too short for bland coffee. Let's gonna bring him back. He is Casey Vieira. He probably went to Muslingers during his break right now. I did. I'm good to go. Yeah, he probably did. Okay, he probably yeah. did. He, he actually phoned the order, probably. But hey, but even if he doesn't, if he didn't, I, I don't know. know I don't know if they deliver. Um they actually do. They actually do. They, do. they? they well, do. Uh they I don't remember the service though. I for escapes, but I'll ask him. I'll ask him. They will only become more in favor of me, or I you know, you get what I'm saying. If they deliver, yeah, I know I what live, you're saying. I live kind of fine. I live a little bit far away from them. So if they, if they find a way to deliver a solid, probably 30 minutes to where I live. Yeah. You know what? Yep. It's on I mean, every, on. every Saturday, every Sunday, I'm wearing that mud slingers t-shirt <laughs> on the air. All right. Again, we are joined by Casey Vieira with Kins 5 TV. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. We're really going to hit the hyperdrive because we're running out of time with Casey. He's got to go in about five, six minutes. So, Casey, uh, talk about that Wimby effect. If we all know about the uh, ticket sales. They're flying off the shelves. You know, Spurs fans went to the AT&T Center to pick out their season tickets. But Spurs CEO uh, Brandon Gale did an interview with the Sports Journal, Sports Business Journal, I should say. 
uh, basically breaking down like, okay, who are those new ticket season ticket buyers? Interesting though, and I found this very considering the demographics of San Antonio. Uh, Gail said there's been a, a 10 point percentage increase in new Hispanic season ticket holders, as well as a spike in Gen Z and millennials. Like they're starting to buy more tickets. So you're saying, okay, well, this is this is good info. Okay, well, what does it mean? Well, interesting enough, he did reveal that the Spurs are wanting to target their fan base, and with that fan base, they want to get it younger. So my first thought was like, they're really kicking us old people to the side already. And then two for yourself. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm millennial. I don't think you are. So are you no, kidding? I'm not. I'm I'm out of that. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a Gen Xer. So, so we're doing our yeah. job. Speak for yourself, Jeff. <laughs> but hey, I mean, they're 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 starting to cater to your your demographic, your age range, your generation. Uh, it seems to me that's another signal that this franchise is going in a different direction again. Uh, yes, you know, and kudos to the Hispanic population. Uh, you know, and I found that a little surprising considering the demographics of San Antonio, that they weren't one of the main buyers of uh -huh. season tickets. But here we are. They're starting to climb up as well. But the whole point of the team wanted to get their fan base younger. They're targeting a younger fan base. What do, what do you take away with that? Job well done. Yep. Pretty much jo uh, job well done. Mm -hmm. uh, the Wembenyama effect is, of course, the. Oh, yeah. The big overriding reason to make sure. said job For a whole sure. lot easier, but mm -hmm. listen, I mean, they're target they're trying to get the kids, trying to get a younger yeah. generation involved. You know what happens when you land said generational prospect, and oh yeah, all those Gen Zers are fresh into the mm -hmm. working world and don't know what to blow their money on. First yeah. big purchase, you know what? Let me go buy a fourteen pack of season tickets. Yeah, Let's exactly. That's probably yeah. what happened. Hey, that's probably what happened. Yeah. They're not married. They don't have kids yet. They're like, all right, let's have some fun. Yeah, and, and you can see the change already with just Spurs and social media because during even the offseason, they're releasing little segments on TikTok, on YouTube, on their social media platforms. They're they're targeting that audience already because, oops, oh, oh, here we go. We're back. A little there, kick right. up there. Uh, but they're definitely targeting that audience. Back, you know, yeah, yeah. Back when the Timmy era, even before the Timmy era, you know, social media wasn't a thing. But I mean, no. it looks like they're really tapping into it now. So kudos on the Spurs, uh, and I think that's just another sign that they're, I'm old. <laughs> they're saying, "See you, thanks for the memories, Jeff." We're moving on, you Gen Xers. Thanks Cold for the world. time. Appreciate it. Cold yeah, world. We're going. We're moving Jeff, ahead. Sorry. Cold world. Another reason, another signal. I know I'm getting old. I don't think I've ever would have brought up a topic about ticket sales and being fascinated by that. There we go. <laughs> That's, there it's like go. I want to watch the I want to watch the Weather Channel next after I'm done with. All like, I have to do is just sit back. You're, yeah. you're done with me for this episode because this is all you have to do is just sit back and say these things and come further to the yeah. realization. You're like, man, I'm yeah, old. I, I haven't realize. said anything for three it's... minutes. You're just sitting there just talking about all these realizations that are sinking in. You're like, yeah. Man, yeah, and on that note, Casey has to go. He has things to take care of. So, Casey, tell us what's going on on your end on uh, Ken's 5 TV. What's going on in uh, San Antonio sports? Uh, it's not necessarily what's going on in San Antonio. It's what's going okay. on in Oxnard, California. Oh, Cowboys yeah. opening camp. Uh, we'll be out there. I will not be out there. Um, that's fine by me. 
Jacobs. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> uh, our, our colleague Nate Ryan will be out there, and uh, Jason Eggleston. They'll be they'll be doing the thing. Um, it's many of things to do, um, and they'll have fun doing it. And yeah. I'll have a fun time watching them do it. So I think yeah. we get out there twenty um, fifth. Okay. I have it here. I have I have it here. Wait a minute. You yes. don't have it there. The twenty fifth. Yes, I do. So okay. that's what's up. That's where you want to go check out Ken's Five TV and uh, see what's going on with the Cowboys. Obviously, we, all things Wimby, all things Spurs. Uh, you know, by Astros, Rangers. Uh, just pick something. The local sports. Ken's Five TV, Casey Vieira, and the rest of the sports crew have you covered. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Ken's Five Plus app. You guys are the everydayers. Next week's show, Wimby. I'm just going to say it's going to be Wimby, probably. And who knows? Somebody stunning. Else. Yeah, stunning. Yeah. Wimby's a Cowboys fan? I don't know. I, I, I think. I don't. I think he's aware of American football, but I don't think yeah. he is can appreciate it. Or I only, maybe yeah, I only it. say that yeah. because you know, obviously, football is not necessarily paramount in France. Right. So it's what not. Team, it's what not. team do most people know? The Cowboys. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to go historic, you know, to pick out names of the Cowboys. You know, your, your Aikman, Dorsett. Randy, oh my goodness. Okay, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Parisian. I don't think yeah. there's been any Parisian Dallas Cowboy players ever. I mean, yeah. you know, there was. There probably was if I get descended, maybe. You know, from that. By the way, Casey, yeah. I'm going to ask you a favor now. Okay. Um, okay, because I'm probably going to embarrass the you-know-what out of myself at some of the press conferences we have with Wimby next season. Okay. So. You, you know, he's, you know, I am a big nerd and I don't hide it at all. I embrace it. I would wear, I wear like a badge of honor. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Wimby is one too. Oh. He likes, and his favorite science fiction is Star Wars. Oh, so I'm, boy. I'm going to embarrass myself during some conference. So try not to laugh at me. Okay. Or block there. me from everybody else snickering at me. I'm going to be like, so, who won the fight, Darth Maul or Ben Kenobi? Wimby, way, that's gonna way be to go. me. way to go. You put Spurs PR on alert. <laughs> hey, I'd rather let them know now so there's no surprise. Hey, later. you know what? Yeah, yeah so they're yeah. not thrown off guard. I'm probably gonna text them too, probably before the season. Be like, look, I'm gonna do this, it's gonna happen. Look, so, so, question, but yeah, guys, your thoughts, they won't fly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, Jeff, again, we, don't have, we don't have time with this. You just got into a fight with Britney Spears. Well, he didn't. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah You're exactly. Britney Spears' yeah. people breathing down our necks. We don't care about. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff. We're not going to call on you because you're raising your hand with a fake lightsaber you got at uh, <laughs> at, at Best Buy like this, holding it up. Like, oh, I'm not next. Okay, well, yeah. Because like who's the goon with the baby Yoda ears? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, post game. I don't know why they don't call on me. Yoda ears sticking out. You're I don't understand it. But hey, all right. This show's going off the railroad track. Yeah. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. <laughs>